You're headed straight for the hottest hits, biggest interviews, and more. Minutes after three, we're speaking. What generation is like the young people of now? What are they called? It's not Gen Z. It's the one after, right? Gen X, I think, is yes. the one after. Okay. Well, I mean, do they match? You asked a very pertinent question. Do they daydream? Yeah, because I remember it was a big part of childhood. Is boredom was a common thing. Do kids get bored nowadays? Also, you created imaginary friends, right? Yes. You you were one with your imagination and your mind, but kids are so preoccupied with so much that there's no time to daydream. But to their defense, they've got so much access to information. I actually think they're much smarter than what we were when we were their age. I'm surprised that's coming from you, Lerato, because you're not about it. No, I'm not. But I, I look, I'll admit when a kid is smarter than me, I but, really will. But my thing is, there's, it's also depends, I guess, on what they're consuming. Yeah. If you're spending half your time playing, I don't know what they play. What's that one where they shoot Ex- each other? Oh, I mean all of them. All of them. them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the same time, you're doing collaborations on TikTok, but you're also playing with your friends in the game on your phone or or, or however. I sound so old. But you mentioned something earlier. How many of our grandparents can you turn around and go? My grandmother's got anxiety. Exactly. Whereas mm. kids now, the amount of people where they're like, yeah, my six-year-old is hugely anxious. Because life back then was simplified. Like I've never heard my grandmother say she's got anxiety you know she, she'll just be like get on with it uh, but maybe it might be that they didn't know what to call it I was about to say True. they did not have the language yeah. for it but also now we see it more often because it's in our faces because of social media Correct. so it's not that it wasn't there yeah. it just they got on with it and they tried to find coping mechanisms mm. without even knowing what it was perhaps uh, Debbie you want to tell us what your kids do so my son is like seven so he's decided now he's decided to play Xbox and then he's got his phone and he videos himself. And then there's people talking on the, See? you know, on the on the Xbox. Yeah. And they didn't speak. They didn't even speak English. They speak like another language. But he speaks back to them. In what language? What? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's Russian or German. Or Wait, he speaks sure. Russian. He, he learned Russian from the game. <laughs> yeah. He speaks it. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> so Debbie, I mean, at what time of the day is this? Because usually, right, they probably come back from school at around this time. Does he then spend the rest of the afternoon yeah, speaking to Russians? About, yeah, yeah, about three o'clock to about five o'clock. He's watching Xbox, or if he's not watching, um, playing Xbox, then he's watching tutorials on how to play. Wow, that's amazing! Or putting up TikToks on how to play, or, or collaborating yes, exactly. on TikTok. You see, yeah, on the YouTube, but there's then no audience. We've, we've given him a channel. But we don't let him talk to anyone. He thinks he's talking to and people, then, but it's not. Wait, and then is, is there time for you to talk to him, Debbie? Because when do you get to spend time with him? You see, when I get home at 5 o'clock, the TV goes off. Ah. Um, Yes. I love it. It used to be like that for me as well. When Days of Our Lives mm. comes on, you know it's, it's a wrap. Hey guys, so my um, extreme multitasking is basically playing PlayStation while watching Netflix while trying to study. So it's probably not the most effective studying method, but it gets no. the job done. No, it doesn't. How are you watching Netflix? Firstly, how do you watch Netflix while playing PlayStation? How's that possible? Impossible. Where like, are you playing that, PlayStation? That you might be able to because sometimes it's sort of in the background. You can listen to but while studying. No, but where is the PlayStation? Because surely you have to play PlayStation on the television. Do you know what I mean? Or Two are screens. you playing PlayStation on the television with Netflix on your phone? And perhaps? you're just listening to Netflix then because you can't watch. Your eyes are on your PlayStation screen. Or on your computer. I'm so old. They're watching Netflix <laughs> on their computer and then they're studying with a with a with an iPad because no, no you, they don't write anymore. That. They don't write, surely. Anyway, joining us on the line, counseling psychologist with a special interest in addiction, leadership development, and high performance. Claire Myhill. Claire, good afternoon. 
Hi, Tando. So nice to speak to you again. So lovely to talk to you. I mean, it's, it's I don't know, it's mind-blowing the level at which kids operate these days, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. I work with a lot of adolescents with, you know, behaviors exactly along the lines you described. The Gen Zers are definitely doing things different to what we did things as a millennial. I'm a millennial, so I relate to that. And, and meanwhile, we've got Gen X is at the top, you know, who, who, who judge us for yes. our, you know, addiction to things like social media. You know, I think it's getting worse and worse and worse. The reality is that our brains weren't wired for this. They were not wired for this way of life and this information overload. Yes. You know, this, this quick fix, this instant gratification that yes. you get. Basically, like we're all susceptible to it. We, you know, we get a dopamine hit. It's the reward chemical. And the, the quicker, the quicker that we, you know, the, the, we kind of go for the fast food equivalent in information. Sure. So in other words, the more that we indulge in this instant gratification, it affects things like motivation. It affects things like task completion. So there is definitely a relatability to it, but we do need to be very careful of it because we actually are rewiring our brains. When so we give in to that yeah, as a parent, if I'm listening and, you know, like Debbie, who called us earlier, my kid before I come home, sure. Is, 100%. Is, is consuming all of this information, doing so much and really no time to think, no time to imagine, no yeah. time to, yeah. to play, to be stimulated by what's outside. Yeah. Should yeah. I be worried? Kids do, kids do need to be bored. You know, I think this is a, this is a generation of parents who do over-structure um, their kids' lives, you know, and they don't really like allow for that boredom which does affect things like creativity. Like, kids need to learn to daydream. Mm. There was a comedian making a joke about it the other day. Like, he had no time for mindfulness. He just basically had to look at, like, you know, water dripping down a window for fun, you know, because that was the way of life, you know. So I love what Debbie said, you know, instituting these boundaries. Yes. It's so critical to have these boundaries in place. Okay. To make sure that they aren't going to become their worst enemy. So it's not that you take them away. You just, you know, there's a time and a place. Yeah, it's about learning to, you know, to do things in the right order. Just like you're not going to eat a, a giant chocolate cake and then eat the salad, mm. right? You, you, you know, no one's going to want to do that. It's about learning to structure life in a way that you eat what you need to do. You do the healthy things, the delayed gratification. Yeah. And you get rewarded in a way that is responsible. Claire, thank you so much for speaking to us. Claire Myhill is a counseling psychologist. Driving home. Driving home. 947 Drive with Tundo. Weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m.